Hello, and welcome to Career Talk with OG, where we empower you so opportunities come to you. Through our series of podcasts, we will give you relevant, practical, actionable career tips and strategies. We believe that through the act of storytelling, we can deliver relatable and authentic talks that allow listeners to gain real-world insight into the career journeys of industry professionals. With our very own Sasson, we bring to you Career Talk with OG. leadership for our upcoming leadership conference that we're having. And so he goes, let me let me uh, look into it, amiga. And I said, oh, by the way, it has to be free. There's <laughs> 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 a caveat here. They have to be willing to do it for free. He goes, oh, no problem, amiga. And then he texts me back and he goes, got him, Oscar Garcia. And I go, oh, my gosh, I know Oscar. And so I had the privilege of introducing him. So Oscar is a founder and she... Empowerment Officer of ASPIDA and community, community Relations, Workforce Development and Training Firm. Oscar's journey inc- uh, includes business development role at five startups, co-founding a nonprofit, chamber, uh, chamber President and CEO, and Community Partnership Manager at LinkedIn. He has received various prestigious awards recognizing his leadership and community work, including La Familia Award from the Hispanic Foundation of the Silicon Valley, the NFL Hispanic Heritage Award from the San Francisco 49ers, and most recently, the Community Heroes Award from Assemblymember um, Kansas Chu. As Chief Empowerment Officer, Oscar empowers you so opportunities come to you. Give a Nora welcome to Oscar Garcia. All right, muy buenos días. Buenos días. Ah, you guys are awake now, okay? Ya se les quitó la cruda, huh? Don't worry, Menudo's on the way, okay? It takes me about three o'clock in the afternoon for my cruda to go away, okay? <laughs> anyway, so uh, thank you, Hema, uh, for the uh, uh, introduction, and you know my buddy Frank for uh, uh, letting me know about this opportunity. And uh, so this morning, I want to talk to you about being a giver, not a taker. Um, I want to share something with you, a little bit personal. So I was the president and CEO of the Mountain Chamber of Commerce from 2009 to uh, almost the end of 2015. And during that time, those almost seven years that I was the head of the chamber, I went through a divorce. Um, my daughter committed suicide twice. Uh, obviously with the divorce, and those of you that are in real estate know this, okay? Financially, you're screwed up. <laughs> Had to sell the house, okay? And, you know, I became very inward focused, thinking about myself. When you're in survival mode, that's typically the way we kind of naturally behave, like, what's in it for me? And I also did some stupid things, you know, hurt some people, you know, in some relationships and so forth. And I share that with you because my buddy, Hamid, he, 17 years ago, got laid off from IBM. And, right, like most people, that's horrible, okay, situation. And rather than him looking inward than what I did, he started an organization for job seekers called C6. 
About two months ago, uh, I think it was Channel 5, came down and awarded him the, I think it's a Jefferson Award. They did a little um, uh, uh, TV uh, thing on him. You can look it up. And I have done talks for his organization. And when, I, when he told me that story and how, how C6 came about, I'm like, I want to be like Khalid, selfless, right? Despite the crap that he went through, he took his eyes off himself and put it on the needs of others. This morning, I want to talk to you about five things that we can do to help us be a giver, not a taker. Number one, honor your past. What do I mean by that? What past am I talking about? Your past. That's my dad, my little brother in the middle, and me. My dad in Mexico was a butcher. Here, when I was in fifth grade, my dad one day, one day says, hey, mijo, I want you to get the buckets, the knife, some towels. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> what are we going to do? We started going every Friday, every weekend, to Happen Bay, Morgan Hill, Gilroy, to the slaughterhouses, kill a pig, kill a cow, a goat, and started selling meat, fresh meat, like the way you do it in Mexico. Totally illegal. <laughs> we got busted by the health department many times, okay? The Mountain View Police Department came, you know, knocked out. Oh my gosh, you know? The irony is my brother now works for the Mountain View Police Department. <laughs> okay, there's always hope. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, what, what, do, what do most kids do? I'm talking like boys, you know, when you're 11 years old, fifth grade, right? Springtime. Baseball, soccer, or whatever the sport is. All of a sudden, I disappeared on the weekends. I couldn't play baseball anymore. Hey, Oscar, want to hang out with us? No, why not? I got stuff to do. I was embarrassed to tell my friends that I was cleaning menudo, that I was cleaning the pork intestines to make chorizo. While many of you, I'm 49 years old, okay? 80s kid, all right? Because I'm looking around, I kind of see some of you guys who are around the same age, okay? While many of you were playing Little League Baseball, hitting those home runs, my rear end was waking up Saturday morning at 7 a.m. to go help my family business, my parents. And you know what? I hated that. And like I said, I was embarrassed about it. No one knew, because they wouldn't make fun of me. Many of you will probably make fun of me. Many of you right now when I told you about cleaning the intestines are grossed out. But man, you love that chorizo, don't you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right? But looking back at that experience, I realized that many of the valuable life lessons that I learned. One, I learned how to be a business owner, an entrepreneur. I learned the way gratification. I learned how to put the needs of my family ahead of mine. I wanted that bike. You know, no, because we need to invest it in our business. Now, I'm not here to preach, you, to preach to you how you need to raise your kids. But many of us grow up, right? Oh, I need to give my kids more than what I had. You know what? Thank God my parents didn't give me much. Because today, these life lessons that I'm telling you about, most of you that are in here as business owners, you know what I'm talking about. We need to do that sometimes, that delayed gratification. Go back. 
Sometimes some of us, listen, crap stinks. But crap can also be fertilizer. <laughs> right? And we can fertilize our dreams with the challenges. The choice is ours. Folks, don't be ashamed of your past. Don't grow up being Guillermo and all of a sudden you hang out with your white friends and all of a sudden you're William. <laughs> like, yeah, tell it us. <laughs> Number two, familia. I mean, obviously for us, you know, Latinos, right? Family is very important. Critical, vital. Okay? I had a dream job. Early on in my career, after graduating from college, working for a manufacturing consulting company, traveling to Mexico, um, working the maquiladoras and everything. I just got married, and um, the worst time was Saturday night, Sunday morning, when I had to get on a plane and be gone for a week and leave my new bride at home. Yes, I was standing, I was staying in some fancy hotels and all this and that, and it was cool because I didn't even have to look at the price of the food on the menu. Then my dad had a heart attack. I learned how to speak English in kindergarten. As soon as I became, uh, I learned how to speak some English, I became all of a sudden the family translator. Okay? Some of you can relate to that too. All right? And then, like I said, my dad had a heart attack, so I had to translate for him. Take him to doctor's appointments. It was a sales position. They gave me a break for a few months. And then all of a sudden, hey Oscar, what's up? How's your dad doing? I'm still not doing that well. So what are you going to do? You know what I did? I quit that job. I can find a job anytime. I only have one dad. But maybe that's important, okay? But here's the other thing too, that my parents taught me. I mean, it isn't just blood. It's nuestra comunidad, our community. When we think back about how it is that we've gotten to where we are today, you know, I'm talking about, you know, like geographically. In my case, Mountain View, okay? My parents helped other friends and a bunch of other relatives immigrate <clears throat> to the Bay Area. And you know what? My mom's sister helped us immigrate to Mountain View. And their sister, the younger sister, helped them immigrate to Mountain View. And if we look back, right, you keep thinking about who we help and who we influence. Folks, some of us, by the grace of God, have been able to accomplish amazing things. Don't be lulled into an illusion of success that you have arrived. Help other people get to where you are. Listen, whether you sit behind a mahogany desk, or you clean a mahogany desk. You have the ability to help other people. If you have money, give of your time. If you have time, give of your money. If you have neither, give of your heart. Responsibility 
to continue to fund the social and moral account of those that have gone before us, that have given us a hand up. Don't forget that, folks. Just because you got your piece of the taco or pie, I say taco because you're here. Ranch <laughs> not. Help. Help other people volunteer. I just saw that sign up cheap. Over there, people volunteer. That thing should be full. With your knee. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Next, lead with your heart. What do you mean, Oscar? Lead with your heart. But, but what if someone takes advantage of me? That's going to happen. <laughs> some people screwed over my parents. And you know what? I'm willing to bet some of you have screwed other people over too. So what? Get over it. There's a thing called grace. What do I mean by leading with your heart? Have a serpent <laughs> attitude. Listen, every morning I wake up and I, naturally my mind goes to the anger. But I try to do my best to protect those thoughts. Say my morning prayers, and if I boil it down to its lowest common denominator, in terms of why I do what I do and what I ask God, I ask God for three things. Dear God, today help me help other people dream bigger, inspire them, and serve them. What is yours? That's why I'm here today. That's why I didn't hesitate when Frank asked me to come. Whether I get paid or not, I don't give a rip. What do what 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 most people say about karma? Karma is a what? The B word, right? You know what? That's not true. Karma is whatever we put out. You plant good seeds, you're going to get a good harvest. If karma is being the B word to you, look in the mirror because maybe that's what you're being. Relationships, super important as well, okay? This is something that I learned also from my parents. <clears throat> Relationship first, business second. Virtually every culture except American culture knows this. You go to Japan, they wine and dine you for like 10 hours before you even bring up business. Okay? No son, nos americanamos, and we have a quota. We gotta put food on the table, right? I get it. We look inward. But we should be developing relationships first. I have people that I'm connected with on social media, real estate agents. They're constantly posting their open house. That's all you see. There's nothing wrong with posting that. But when that's all you post, you come across business first. I'm not in the market right now to buy a house. But if you posted an article where, hey, you know what, this is the step that you need to take so that a year from now, you can be in a position to buy a home. Oh, okay, now you've added value. You're helping me. Or someone walks into a networking event and immediately they're shoving the card in front of you. No. Ever hear about always be closing, ABC? I don't believe in that. Always be giving.
Rosie talked about this uh, next thing about being vulnerable, okay? And uh, this is scary, okay? I want to share something with you. So the GPA to go there. Oh, okay. Hey, I got into Berkeley. You did? Maybe it's because of affirmative action. Oh, man. I'm different. Everyone's telling me I'm a minority. Folks, you know what? Anyone that's ever accomplished anything of significance is a minority. That has nothing to do with ethnicity or gender. Those of you in here, I'm actually glad there isn't 100 people in here. Because it only takes one person with courage to be a majority. Woo! Yeah. And here's the irony of life. Today, what used to be people making fun of me and I hated it because it hurt my feelings, it really did. Okay? I get paid to teach people how to be different. Now I'm laughing to the bank. <laughs> Now, being vulnerable, first of all, on the opposite to your right, and it's a little hard to see from the back, but that's oversharing. Usually, kind of now the younger generation, like, way overshare stuff like on social media. You can't even tell they're not here, okay? I'm like, dude, like, temper it down. You don't have to, like, 
put all your stuff out there, okay? On the left, far left, that's kind of our generation. And also I think it's cultural too. No, mijo. No le diga nadie. Don't tell anyone about what's going on at home. Okay? No sea chismoso. Look my dad, and I don't mean this disrespectful to you women, okay? I'm just telling you, what? Nope. My dad would say, nope. Las mujeres son bien chismosas. No, no sea. Right? Oh, okay, yeah, no, I don't want to be that way. And all of a sudden, we're like this. You can't even tell you're an onion. There's a happy medium there. Now, being vulnerable is a process. Like Rosie said, okay? You open up and you share yourself, and all of a sudden people realize, like, wait, what? She went through that, he went through that? It gives you hope, because now you're not the only one. I don't care, just, I'm not saying to dive in, okay? This is not the, the, the divers in Acapulco, okay? Just <laughs> take a little baby step, but do something, okay? You ask oftentimes, okay? You don't need to answer if you have a rhetorical question, but when you are working with a client, do you not find out a lot of personal stuff that's going on? It helps you. If you're going through a divorce, like when I went through a divorce, real estate agent found out and knew a lot of personal stuff. Don't be willing to ask your clients to be vulnerable when you are not willing to do the same. There are three R's to being vulnerable. Number one, be real. Don't just share your victories, but share your challenges. There are three R's to being vulnerable. Number one, be real. Don't just share your victories, but share your challenges. Don't just tell me you closed a $10 million deal and your picture is on the front of the website. Because we know that you don't get there just by accident. You gotta go through some crap. People want to see that. Ups and downs. Number two, be relatable. Know your audience. In July, I did a talk for the SPO, Silicon Valley Organization, Silicon San Jose Chamber of Commerce, okay? Up at the Capitol Club. Those of you that have been to the Capitol Club, it's a stucky place. And I don't mean that disrespectful, okay? All the dressed up, some time, whatever, okay? Must be an <laughs> And I did a talk there, okay? Two weeks later, I was asked and I did a talk for an organization called Home First. If you're not familiar with it, it's a uh, homeless shelter, 90 day uh, facility there for a dozen people that are homeless using the facility and suffer from mental illness. Honest to God, true story. I walked, first of all, I was like, they wanted me to talk about leadership. I'm like, what am I gonna say to this audience? I've never spoken to that audience. I walk in, and as soon as my butt hits the chair, this poor gentleman, a client, gets up, is walking to the, the front, and he collapses. I was like, oh. 10, 15 minutes later, and they ended up taking him to the hospital. What happened was his doctor adjusted his medication, and so it caused him being, you know, kind of loopy, drowsy, and so forth, okay? Anyways, I get the talk, okay? They liked it. But here's my point. Stuffy, no home, people. Listen, I don't hang out with young people, and I don't hang out with old people. 
I don't hang out with Latinos and I don't hang out with white people. I hang out with everyone. Because yeah. I don't put a label on people. In fact, the only label that I put is the number 10. Meaning from zero to 10, 10 is the best. You have to prove me wrong. Lastly, be respectful as well, okay? If I know here, you know what I mean. Usually this is more for a younger, but at the same time, respectful in terms of knowing your audience as well. What is it that they like or how, how can you appeal to them, et cetera, and so forth, okay? I want to share something with you, okay? That's my mom. I know it's a little hard to see that I, I my mom, uh, I lost both my parents. Actually, this uh, next weekend it'll be three years that I lost my dad. One month later, after leaving my dad, my mom passed away. And uh, I made this, this picture of my, of my mom and it says, my mother, la chingona, being a chingona is it by accident. And I posted this on LinkedIn. I said, we're enamored with success as sports athletes, founders and CEOs, yet we forget that in our own family tree, we have acres of diamonds. She wasn't a CEO, she was an entrepreneur. She wasn't college educated, but she was intelligent. She wasn't a keynote speaker, but she motivated others. She wasn't salesperson of the year, but she could sell. She wasn't a leader because she influenced others. She was a chingona, a badass. She is my mother. Okay. Most of you won't talk about this about your parents, and I get it. Okay. I'm here to judge you on that. Okay. My dad didn't hit me with the belt. Okay. Still love that dude. All right. But here's the thing. I shared it again this on LinkedIn. Again, a professional platform. When I took a snapshot, over 5,400 people had viewed this. Almost 100 people had liked it and commented. And every single comment is almost as if I gave people permission to call their mother at Chingona. <laughs> They're like, my mom is one too. Okay? And you know what? I'm looking in the room here and I see a gazillion Chingonas. <laughs> You guys know Raul Velasco siempre domingo? Yeah. Aún hay más. I leave you with this. Don't aim to impress others. Inspire them through your imperfections. So, thank, there's my contact information. Thank you very much for all of you. Thank you for listening to Career Talk with OG. Be sure to rate us and let us know what content you want to see on our next podcast. For more information, visit our website at www.aspidaconsulting.com.